Talk Radio. Renegade Talk Radio. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. The film White Noise was released on Netflix in September of last year. It's about a train crashing, exploding, and burning toxic chemicals off into the atmosphere, creating a major health hazard for miles around, reflecting what just happened a few weeks ago in Ohio. White Noise was even filmed in the same area, just a few miles from Ground Zero in East Palestine. Some people will call this a coincidence, but these days, believing in coincidence can cost you your life. And there is more. Just three months before the train wreck, the city of East Palestine began adopting the MyID digital bracelet system into their local emergency services. Being touted as the ultimate ID system, MyID is a digital ID company dealing primarily with digital ID bracelets for the medical industry. Bracelets designed to make it easier for first responders to access your medical profile in the event of an unexpected emergency. And just a week before the crash, they began handing these bracelets out to all the residents of East Palestine. Also, two weeks before the crash, the CDC updated their page on vinyl chloride, removing their section on how it affects children and raising the safe exposure threshold. Neil Donald Walsh wrote, there are no coincidences in the universe, only convergences of will, intent, and experience. Not only does the Ohio train crash appear to be a deliberate attack, it appears to potentially be a very deadly attack. Three days after the train wreck, authorities called for a controlled release burn. Controlled in that they would initiate the spark that will burn all the chemicals and cargo together in a massive chemical fire, potentially putting millions of people's lives at risk. The vinyl chloride spill at Camp Lejeune was small in comparison to what happened this month in Ohio, but it still poisoned over a million people and it took decades for the effects to materialize. A new federal lawsuit against Norfolk Southern alleges that 1.1 million pounds of vinyl chloride was spilled into the local environment. The vinyl chloride metabolite chloroethylene oxide attacks human DNA and can take years to start showing up as cancers and other disease. There is arguably no safe dose for exposure. Leading expert in the study of vinyl chloride, Dr. Julianne Baer, agrees and says that nobody should be drinking the local water. According to Dr. Baer, vinyl chloride gets transported into homes via the groundwater. She says it comes out of the water, into the air, and that's really the major route of toxicity for the liver. It comes through the air. While some argue that burning it resolved these issues, that seems to be false. Dioxins are the deadly toxins behind Agent Orange and DDT. They are generated when chlorinated chemicals, like vinyl chloride, burn. In fact, the exact reaction that happened in East Palestine when they decided to burn vinyl chloride and PVC pellets together 
was arguably the most efficient and deadly way of dispersing dioxins into the environment and could equate to being one of the biggest chemical weapons attacks in history. Some are saying that tens of millions of lives could now be at risk. And that number will keep growing so long as humanity dismisses these attacks as coincidence and continues to do nothing. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. Yeah, leave it up to Greg Reese to provide such a succinct summation of what's gone on in East Palestine, Ohio. An act of terror against the American people is the name of that video. An act of terror against the American people now on Infowars.com and Band.video. Share that around, folks. We're going to get into some of the details of that. In fact, we broke some of those stories thanks to our callers. We'll all be taking more calls today. Get more information that... uh, only you can provide us incredible stuff. Share that video, Bandot Video. We'll be back with your daily dispatch. It's Thursday, February 23rd, year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at Band.video. I think it's time. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to The American Journal. I'm your host, Harrison Smith. Very big show we have for you today. I know. What else is new, right? It's always a big show. It's a big show every single day. We really do have some pretty bombshell stories to get into as we continue to paint paint a picture for everybody. It's like every day we come in, it's like we're doing what a pointillism. It's like we're doing pointillism. Every day we come in and we add a couple more dots, and eventually you zoom out, and what you see is hell unleashed on earth as the global technocracy takes command of humanity and warps, bends, and distorts it to its own ends. That's the the beautiful picture we're painting. But also, as we're painting that, you zoom out a little bit farther and you can see the whole panorama is about to be consumed in holy fire. So there's good news on the horizon as well. As more people wake up to what's going on and start speaking out against it, we are seeing a sea change of sorts take place. It's all very exciting stuff. We're going to be joined by Savannah Hernandez later in the show, who is actually in East Palestine, Ohio right now, capturing a lot of the videos that are going viral of Donald Trump helping the citizens there in a way that seems like it should be normal for a politician, especially a president, to do. We'll show you some videos of that. We'll talk about his trip to Ohio. We'll also show you some videos of chemical engineers and experts in the eradication of chemical contaminants and their expert reading of the situation it's not great it's not great folks yeah lots of really interesting good terrifying horrifying bad lots of different videos we have for you today and we'll get to all of those taking your phone calls of course later today as well but let's begin today as we do every day with our daily dispatch All right. Here it is, folks, your daily dispatch for Thursday, the 23rd of February, 2023. Mystery surrounds death of Clinton aide linked to Epstein. Where's the gun? That's the headline from Daily Mail. Arkansas cops ruled suicide in a death of a Clinton aide linked to Jeffrey Epstein. This man was found shot and tied to a tree with an electric cord around his neck with no weapon around him. And it was ruled a suicide. 
The grisly scene where a top Bill Clinton advisor was found hanged from a tree with a gunshot wound to his chest has finally been revealed nine months after he died. But the sheriff's report into Mark Middleton's mysterious death raises more questions than answers. As it rules, he died by suicide despite no sign of the weapon that killed him. Middleton, 59, was found dead last May at the Heifer Ranch in Perryville, Arkansas, an hour west of Little Rock. Middleton was Bill Clinton's special advisor who admitted Jeffrey Epstein to the White House on seven of the at least 17 times that the late pedophile visited. Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, and Clinton are seen in 1993 at the White House. So, again, uh, you know, just, just more proof to what we have been saying about the Jeffrey Epstein situation uh, from the very beginning. Jeffrey Epstein was not a... It's not just one dude doing this, right? He was part of an elaborate, very well-hidden, well-concealed, but also very elaborate organization of blackmail, intelligence, right? The type of organization didn't go away when Jeffrey Epstein died and apparently still to this day has the power to not only murder people but also get the local cops to cover it up. So we'll talk a little bit more about that story a little bit later. Meanwhile, another day, another $10 billion to Ukraine. U.S. to provide $10 billion of aid to Ukraine in coming days, says Treasury Secretary Secretary Janet Yellen. Ahead of the first G20 finance ministers and central bank governors meet, Janet Yellen met Union Finance Minister Nirmala Sitharaman Sitharaman, and discussed strengthening global debt vulnerabilities, multilateral banks, crypto assets, health, and giving all of our money to Ukraine. Yeah, promising $10 billion, this time in uh, financial aid. So we're already sending them hundreds of billion dollars strictly in weaponry. We are already funding their entire government. Biden has also promised to back the pensions and Social Security of Ukraine with your money, with infinite amounts of your hard-earned money. For what? Yeah, who's to say? Who's to say what exactly it is that – we're gaining from all of this or any positive that's coming out of all of this. We covered it yesterday. Ukraine has essentially been depopulated by half at this point. A year ago, the population of Ukraine was around 37.5 million people. It is now 22 million people, almost being cut in half, literally halfway to the depopulation goal, I guess you could say, with 400,000 battlefield casualties in that bunch so um, there that is. So just, just more, t- just ten billion more dollars this time in uh, financial gifts that will no doubt be a, a seed investment for the you know BlackRock takeover of the company once the war aims are complete, whatever those may be. Meanwhile, TV journalist killed while covering deadly Florida shooting spree, shooting spree upon shooting spree. I guess you could say. Spectrum uh, News 13 has identified the reporter uh, that lost his life as Dylan Lyons. The gunman in Central Florida killed a woman Wednesday, returned to the scene, and killed the TV journalist covering that death, and then fatally shot a nine-year-old girl nearby before he was arrested, authorities said. Shootings have left investigators scrambling to determine a motive. Just, just Just another mass shooting by another black American. Was he out on bail? Was he? Should he have been arrested? Uh, probably he had already killed somebody. Uh, there, I mean, what is there even to say? Nine-year-old girl, she shot a mother and her nine-year-old daughter. 
and the TV reporter reporting on his previous murder. Yeah, we'll get into crime a little bit later. We'll get into crime a little bit later in the show. Exactly uh, how this is happening just all over the place, really, all the time. Even the number of victims uh, that are directly caused by lenient or incapable law enforcement. It's pretty incredible. Meanwhile, Biden executive order for woke artificial intelligence is being called social cancer. Of course, we've been calling this out for years at this point. The idea that biases and discrimination will be embedded within AI in order to overcome perceived discrimination by unthinking mechanical mathematical robots. You know, what we've been saying literally for years, like literally been saying this since before I even had this show, every time we talked about AI, we point out how this was happening and how this was being done because it's been going on since the beginning of AI. Some of the first things they did with AI was used to try to determine whether people would uh, reoffend and go back to prison, trying to use it to filter through uh, requests for bail or requests for um, parole, that sort of thing. And what it found was that the AI taking just the facts and figures of the person's crime and their history, uh, it tended to say that black people were more likely to reoffend, and so the people running these tests deemed the robot racist and said we have to go in and change the algorithm to undo that bias despite the fact it is just physically impossible for the computer to have any bias at all. It's numbers. That's just numbers, just math. Uh, and so now they're uh, – so what we've been saying is that you, we need some sort of governmental order to forbid biases from being written into algorithms. We need it to – like no AI should be able to be used if its code contains bias like because they're putting bias in. Bias wasn't there before. They imagined bi- bias, and so to stop the imaginary bias, they put in real bias, and we've been saying that you know our government should probably step in and – not allow AI programs like that to go into effect. The Democrats, on the other hand, have actually written executive orders to demand that that be exactly what happened. And we'll talk about this a lot later, but President Biden signed an executive order on Thursday that critics warn will allow for the creation of woke artificial intelligence that, quote, promotes racial division and discrimination. The order directs all federal agencies to establish a yearly equity action plan aimed at helping underserved communities. Underserved. Uh, Finally, yes, Trump is in Ohio. Trump tells Biden to, quote, get over here as he visits Ohio disaster zone. We'll show you that video. We'll talk to Savannah Hernandez on the ground there. I've got some good news, ladies and gentlemen. After over two years of being sold out, Ultimate Bone Broth is now back in stock and updated even stronger at InfoWarsStore.com. Concentrated bone broth from chickens, chaga mushroom, and so many other amazing ingredients like turmeric and bee pollen. Learn about the effects and what it does for your body at InfoWarsStore.com because it is the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. The, b- the bone broth. The, b- the bone broth. The bone broth. The bone broth. What in the world? Mm. But now with the milk, I was like, whoa, this has milk in it. Whoa. Dude, it tastes like good. Man, this tastes so good. Mm. Tastes like the best milkshake ever. The best milkshake ever. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. It tastes like Ovaltine. Mm. Like good. Oh. 
Like a rock thrown into a pond, your actions, even though they may seem little, have a massive ripple effect throughout time and space. We're actually winning the info war. And when you realize that Bandot Video has hundreds and hundreds of censored directors and investigative journalists and talk show hosts whose information is beyond incredible, hundreds of medical doctors and scientists, all of them right now telling the truth at Bandot Video. Millions of people a day visiting Bandot Video. But you can take that information and cause a bigger ripple effect, an amplifying effect, and make sure it gets out to your friends, your family, your neighbors, and perfect strangers. You are the modern Paul Revere's. You are what takes our information and amplifies it. When you decide to take action, we as a species and as a race are invincible. So I thank you all for your past action, and I challenge you to redouble your efforts now because humanity and the children are counting on you. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, welcome back. Donald Trump is in East Palestine, Ohio, handing out red hats and cases of water while Joe Biden is tumbling down the stairs overseas, giving away tens of billions more dollars in the fruitless murder campaign of the Ukraine war. It's just another day in mindless America. We have a lot of um, we have a lot of videos to, to get to today. Not all of them are like the one we're about to play. No, this one's actually kind of nice. As as you know well, if you're a viewer of this program or The War Room or follow any of us on uh, social media, Matt Baker held a protest at the Pfizer HQ in San Diego yesterday. A bunch of uh, patriots coming out to uh, tell the truth and let the globalist technocrats and their corporate biomedical compatriots uh, let them know that the American people are waking up we get what they're doing, and we're not going to take it anymore. Let's go now to clip number one. Here is that anti-vax protest at Pfizer. Pfizer is funded by Bill Gates, who's friends with Jeffrey Epstein. Pfizer vaccines are killing people. Everybody knows the world is awake. People are having heart attacks, blood clots, brain injuries. I know people who have had a permanent brain injury from the vaccine. My sister-in-law had a heart attack from the vaccine. People are dying. Children are dying. Women are having miscarriages. They're having stillborns. Fertility rates are dropping. Pfizer is in violation of the Nuremberg Code. They are killing people. They're mutating viruses. They're trying to create more viruses so they can more make more vaccines. Pfizer wants to force vaccinate you and your children. Pfizer wants to create a new world order, and we say no. 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 You can stick the new world order up your ass. But you can stick the new world order up your ass. Uh, but you can stick the new world order. Stick the new world order. Stick the new world order up your. Uh, but. <laughs> awesome stuff. Fantastic to see uh, patriots going out and uh, enjoying the sunshine while 
standing up against the new world order. I think it'll only grow from here. I really think it's only going to get more apparent what's been going on, more obvious the attack that we're under as we move forward. And I can only pray that the American people wake up in time. Unfortunately, I don't know why it's just it's been stuck in my head. There's this little nine minute video, a nine second video that's been that I just saw on Twitter today. But it's it's actually been around for a while and it's part of a much bigger video where you see the same thing happen over and over again, sort of a social experiment type thing. But I think it's it's almost symbolic of where we are right now. Uh, clip number 19. Again, it's just a little, little eight, nine-second video, part of a larger one where this happens over and over. Uh, let's just go ahead and roll uh, clip 19 here. Here's a uh, little social experiment. So you see a, a man pick up a child and carry him into an alley and a woman just walks right by looking at her phone wearing a mask she sees it happening literally in her path she just doesn't pay attention to it just doesn't care she doesn't care at all and again this is part of a large social experiment where they do this they have like a kid it's like eight or nine walking around and apparently you know a stranger just runs up grabs the kid hand over the mouth pulls him into an alley and People just – they just walk right by. Now, obviously, part of it might be that people are almost used to like social experiment type stuff now, and they might just think like, okay, these are people playing around. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. <laughs> you're just going to assume that though? You're just going to assume that's what – you don't see any cameras. Nobody comes up to you afterwards and is like, that was a prank, bro. So you just see a kid dragged into an alley – and what, you just just block it out? There's so many things about it. She's looking at her phone, right? Sort of symbolic. She's carrying her shopping bags. Right? She's got more important things to do. She's wearing a mask because she cares about other people. You know, she, she cares so much about her fellow human being that she's wearing a mask. You can kidnap a child right in front of her, but nobody told her to care about that. See, I think that's the point. Nobody told her to look out for it and to care about it. So how is she going to form that thought in her own mind? Like I think on a wider scale, this is a lot of what's happening. People are just – like there's just horror going on. And if people aren't like being programmed to understand and respond to it, it's like they don't see it. It's like that old story of the, the Native Americans seeing ships on the horizon and they couldn't even see the ships except for the uh, like medicine men. Right, who are like on psychedelics and stuff, and they were like, "There's a ship coming," and everybody else would look at the ocean. There's the ship, but they would just be like, "I don't see it. I don't know what you're talking about." It's like the, it, it's like there's just a mental block to reality. It's very disturbing, and I feel like I feel like that's what's happening in this country. You know, this because this woman's probably your typical like liberal city dweller, right? She's probably out there protesting for Black Lives Matter. Probably, oh my god, I can't believe this type of stuff. But you could commit a horrific crime right in front of her, and she doesn't even blink. And it's not like she looks around. You know, the first thing you would do if you thought it was a prank would be look around for the camera, right? Just be like, wait, what just happened? Did I see what I just saw? Is this a prank? Are there other people involved? She doesn't look around. She looks up for a second, sort of does a double take as she sees a child dragged into the shadows of an alley by a grown man, uh, and then just keeps keeps walking on. 
she's not she's not being told to care about it. Not an, I mean maybe maybe we can find that video. What I would like to see what I, I'd like to go up to that woman right afterwards and go, did you see what just happened? Did you see what she says? Probably she'd be like, oh yeah. What was that? I saw that. What was that? <laughs> like that was a child being kidnapped, lady. You just you just witnessed a, a, a horrific crime. Doesn't bother you? It's not impacting you personally. You're wearing a mask, so you know what's going on. <laughs> what is this? What's happening? What's happening to us? What have they done to us? And of course, this ties into, and we'll show you videos. We'll talk to Savannah Hernandez later from um, East Palestine. But same type of thing, right? You've got this insane crime that took place, just mass poisoning of an entire swath of America. And people just don't care. They just don't care. Like they have to be told to care. They have to have this explained to them apparently. They can't just choose for themselves what they care about. You could commit crimes right in front of them. They don't even notice. But if you, you know, have a media campaign telling them to care about something that doesn't even exist, they'll go burn down buildings tear their hair out, stop talking to their family members over it. I don't know. I have to, I have to, I've never been in a situation like this. I don't think. You think you would, you think you would ask questions? You think you'd look around? You think you'd stop for a second and peer down the alley to make sure you didn't just see a, a, a child being kidnapped? Or would you just walk on by keep scrolling through Instagram maybe the dividing line separates human beings from whatever that lady was right a golem of some sort an automaton can't think for herself I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had I don't think anybody can deny it and it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us but when we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself and the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. I only encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Taking a record of the hearts and minds of the American people, it's the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I almost just, I almost just don't even know where to start today. I don't know what to get into next. You've got yet another, what do they call Arkansas? Clinton suicide happening. You've got the Trump 
Trump crime spree, I guess you could call it. I don't know. All these things that just, it's just so, like, all this is so obvious. It's all, like, I don't, I, I don't get how they're still so successful at pulling the wool over, over people's eyes. I mean, you've got, you, you almost want to make a skit about it, but it's, it's really not funny. I have this idea of you have a a dead man hanging by an electric cord shot in the chest. No sign of how he hung himself, right? There's no like stool or chair that he climbed up. There's no gun. That would be evidence of the – caused his death. The cops just show up and they're like, yep, suicide, classic, classic. Some of these suicides really go out of their way to, to leave us a mystery at the end. Like what, what is the logic there? Uh, the logic there is that when the police start investigating it, they get a knock from somebody in a uh, plain black suit that says, uh, this goes way above your head. This is a national security issue. You don't want to open a can of worms. You don't know how many people could die if the truth got out. So to, you're going to be a hero by calling this a suicide. You're, you're going to save countless lives by calling this a suicide. Trust us. We're the federal government. And then the Mossad agent gets in his jet enough and flies away. Right? What else could what else could it be? What other excuse do these people have? I mean, you see, if you watch true crime and stuff, there there are stories of suspicious deaths that are ruled suicides like at first. But they keep investigating them for year upon year upon year. There are like cases of suspected murder that don't get solved for like 20 years later because the police just ruthlessly – like they do task force and they just go down every avenue of evidence to find out what's going on when it's just like you know some random person. Here you have a politically connected person who was in the White House working as a top aide to Bill Clinton – Dying mysteriously of a gunshot wound with no gun on the scene of the death. And they just go, ah, suicide, close the case. We're done. Close the case. It's over. Thank you. How's that happen? What influence is being wielded behind the scenes to bring that about? What's, what threats have been posed to the family to stop them from demanding more investigation? So that's what happens also is you have – you know, somebody dying mysteriously, the cops are like, yep, suicide. The family's like, there's no way that's suicide. We're, hi- we're hiring our own private investigator to get to the bottom of this. And even just saying that sometimes will, you know, get the police to go, oh, okay, well, we don't want to get shown up here. We don't want to get proven wrong here. We'll look into it again. Or, or at the very least, they'll say, okay, well, if you, find, if you come up with anything, let us know and we'll reopen the case. And that happens all the time. Doesn't, doesn't happen in these cases. Doesn't happen here. The story from... Uh, The New York Post, death of shot Clinton aide with Epstein ties found tied to tree ruled suicide despite no gun at the scene. Do I even need to give you any more information? I will. The mysterious death of an aide to President Bill Clinton with ties to Jeffrey Epstein has been officially ruled a suicide despite there being no sign of weapons uh, of any weapon near the body. Almost one year after Middleton's death, it was nine months ago, a police report obtained by the outlet this week revealed that the Little Rock businessman was discovered with a gunshot wound to the chest and an extension cord tying his neck to a tree. 
I could see the male was obviously deceased, said Deputy Jeremy Lawson of the Perry County Sheriff's Department, wrote of his arrival at the grizzly scene. Notably, Lawson's count included that while officers located a gun case and three boxes of buckshot in Milton's BMW SUV, there was no weapon in sight. Although the father of two had worked for his family's HVAC business in the years before his death, he previously enjoyed a high-flying lifestyle as special advisor to Clinton and assistant to Chief of Staff Thomas F. Mack McLarty. Middleton also uh, notably signed late pedophile Epstein, late pedophile Epstein, into the White House. Seven of the 17 times he visited the residence, the Daily Mail said, he also reported he was reported to have flown on Epstein's infamous Lolita Express jet. Middleton left the White House in 1995. The following year, the Los Angeles Times reported his executive access were cur- was curtailed after an investigation determined he abused his connections in an effort to become a, quote, international deal maker. I'm already making deals. I'm already setting up, you know, important, powerful politicians and businessmen with the children of their dreams. I'm already making deals with people. What else can I do? The release of the official report comes after Middleton's family, which includes his wife and two young daughters, uh, two young adult daughters, petitioned a judge over concerns about the gory photos and video of the scene being made public. Again, I'm not. I'm not interested in gore. I don't like seeing images like that. But it might either, you know, give evidence that it's not as suspicious as it seems because it sounds really bad. So maybe those pictures, if released, would would cool some of the speculation. I don't know how that could happen, but the way I'm imagining what they're describing There's no possible way it's a suicide. Maybe the photos could enlighten me, or maybe the photos could add even more to the speculation. In June 2022, the Arkansas Times reported Circuit Judge Alice Gray determined that while the visual content was to remain sealed, the report would be available under the Freedom of Information Act. In the months since his death, Internet conspiracy theorists had tried to tie Middleton to the Clinton body count or the right-wing theory that Bill and Hillary Clinton have passels of political opponents killed. Well, no, it's their friends too. It's not, it's not all political opponents. It's their, it's people that they're working with. It's people that stumbled into something they were doing or something somebody else was doing, like the boys on the train tracks. It's a very disturbing story. Like we never get actual answers to these stories. Nobody seems interested in digging into this. It's very suspicious. You have to think that threats of some sort are flying behind the scenes or you know th- this is the beautiful part of it when your cabal when your cabal runs the federal government you can just silence any investigation by claiming it's national security it's extremely easy actually cops are there they're doing their job just another murder case better do this better take the evidence here a, a blacked out suv full of fbi agents shows up they go, this goes way above you. You don't understand what's really going on here. <laughs> we're the ones who understand what's really going on here. So we're in charge now. This is our scene. Step away. The local cops are like, okay, great. <laughs> okay, good. I'm going to go patrol the neighborhood again because you guys have this one. And then it gets covered up. They call it national security and, uh, and it goes away. The right-wing conspiracy theory of the Clinton body count or just the accurate reading of history, right? It's – it's sort of another thing. They, they always do this, right? Everybody knows the Clinton body count is real. Everybody knows that the number of associates and, and opponents and people who are about to testify against the Clintons, like the number of people around the Clintons who have mysteriously 
died, committed suicide in ways that are physically impossible for it to happen, like, I don't know, shooting yourself without a gun, you know, things like that, I guess, shooting yourself in the back of the head twice and then it being ruled suicide. There's a lot of those. There's a lot of them. And to me, any person, no matter how powerful, that has, I don't know, one or two like that around them would already be a little bit suspicious when you've got literally hundreds the very least dozens of these suspicious deaths, where's the, where's the right-wing conspiracy? You're not saying those deaths didn't happen. You're not saying there wasn't something suspicious about it. You just don't want us drawing conclusions about that. You just don't want us like getting to the bottom of it. There's another, there was actually an article I had yesterday that I didn't uh, get to it. Uh, they fact-checked the great replacement. The fact-check was interesting because it definitely is happening but they claimed it was false because they're saying it's not a conspiracy. It wasn't on purpose. It's kind of that type of thing. It's like, yes, all these people are dying around the Clintons. Yes, they're murder, but they're being called suicide. But don't you dare start to connect the dots or draw lines between them or come up with any solution to this question. Humanity is in a fight for its very life. And InfoWars for decades has been at the very forefront of the fight for a pro-human future. We can't stay on air without your help. And I want to thank you all for your past support. And I want to encourage those of you that have never bought products at InfoWarsStore.com to go there and experience how amazing these products really are. Ultimate Bone Broth, finally sold out for over two years, back in stock. Real Red Pill Plus, simply amazing. Nitric boosts what it does for your heart, your cardiovascular, critical. All these products like Ultimate Krill Oil, Ultimate Fish Oil, Super Mill Vitality, they're all available and in stock ready to ship to you right down at InfoWarsStore.com. And the final 1,200 signed copies of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, and I'm not going to sign any more after that, are exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com as well. In the last month, I got a little busy, so I didn't sign the books. We didn't have them for sale. But now, I signed the last books. You can get them right now. Our world is so full of hype. We are force-fed dehumanizing propaganda by the corporate media, by the controlled churches and the universities. And why is this the case? Because we innately, by God, have been given the keys to our own minds, our own psyches, our own souls. And by connecting to God, we can empower ourselves and transcend the, quote, fallen or sinful state. So the chemicals that we ingest and, and all the things that we try to bring into our bodies to, to, to change who we are are only lowering us. They're only making us more depressed. In the end, they're only making us less fulfilled. It is only by going within and really making that connection to God that we can truly empower ourselves. That's why the globalists bombard us with toxins and chemicals to block us getting the normal vitamins and minerals and trace elements our bodies need to be healthy and to be able to basically reach out beyond the third dimension. And that's where the incredible products come in at InfoWarsStore.com. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. This is The American Journal. Keep talking a little bit about this uh, mysterious death, this Clintonade. I think again... Not even that people necessarily are used as scapegoats. I, I just still think people have kind of a misunderstanding of things like the Clinton body count or even, you know, Ep Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself type stuff. 
we're just going to go over like a little little overview of exactly what uh, exactly what's going on here. Again, let me just because uh, I'm, ju- I'm just trying to think of this stuff. I, I didn't pull up a lot of this um, earlier, but there's a lot more questions that are popping into my mind as as we look over this more. So his name was Mark Middleton. And he was with the Clinton campaign since the early days in Arkansas. He came to Washington in 1992 after raising money for the Clinton campaign. He was a young attorney who left his law firm to become the first, the first campaign – one of the first campaign workers for then-Governor Clinton. Milton raised money. He was later hired as an executive or special assistant to the chief of staff's office where he was a liaison to the Arkansas and business communities. Jeffrey Epstein made at least 17 trips to the White House between 1993 and 1995, seven of which were authorized by Middleton. One year after leaving the White House in 1995, Middleton became an international uh, deal maker. He returned to Arkansas and became president at Midcorp Capital. He also owned Middleton Hair, uh, Heat and Air, one of the biggest air conditioning companies in the state. In 1999, the House Committee on Government Reform discussed Middleton. Representative Dan Burton, committee chair, said the following about him. Mark Middleton is here today. He's a former senior White House aide from Arkansas. He's a close friend of the president. Uh, for the last two and a half years, he has not cooperated with this committee's investigation in any way. Did Mark Middleton know Liu Chaoying? We don't know. Was he working with the Chinese government or other foreign sources to arrange campaign contributions? We don't know. Did Mark Middleton get half a million dollars to do good things for China? We don't know. We've asked Mr. Middleton to come and talk to us. We've asked him to respond to the allegations that have been raised about us. We've not been able to convince him to tell us his side of the story. His lawyers tell us he's going to assert his Fifth Amendment right and not answer any of our questions today. So there he was embroiled in some sort of scandal with the Chinese bribery in the Clinton White House. Now, Middleton was discovered on May 7th, 2022, hanging from a tree with a shotgun blast through his chest and a cheap Dollar Tree-type extension cord around his neck. His body was found on a farm owned by Heifer International or Heifer International. Is that how you spell Heifer? H-E-I-F-E-R. Whose headquarter was the same parcel of land partially, partially, partially owned by the Clinton Presidential Center in Little Rock, although it was not running any projects with the Clinton Foundation at the time of Middleton's death. Sounds another little aspect of this that's not being reported in any of the mainstream stories I'm seeing. Apparently, this parcel of land, apparently, and I, I this is uh, apparently referenced in a uh, article from Radar Online. He was murdered. Bombshell claims surround makeshift Gallo's death of Clinton's special advisor who let sicko Jeffrey Epstein into the White House. They're the ones that were reporting that uh, – Okay, maybe they're saying the nonprofit Feed the Hungry Agency, loosely big. So uh, Heifer International, the Heifer Project International, is a global nonprofit working to eradicate poverty and hunger through sustainable, values-based, holistic community development. Well, what could be bad about that? Sustainable? Equitable? Well, gee, how could these people ever do anything bad? I'm not accusing them of doing anything, but I do know that they receive their financial support from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, BlackRock, Cargill, MasterCard Foundation, Walmart, and the W.K. Kellogg Foundation, and it's based in Little Rock, Arkansas. So there's that. So there's that too. So I'm not sure if the land that he was killed on was owned by Heifer International, and therefore they're related to the Clinton Foundation because I'm sure the Clinton Foundation is involved in, in whatever scam they're running. But I don't know if uh, 
don't know if it was also partially owned by the Clinton Foundation. This article is a little bit vague on that. Uh, Ashley Hayne, an, an Arkansas mother of two, was found drowned in the Arkansas River with an extension cord knotted to her ankle and attached to a concrete block months before Middleton died. An anonymous source claimed to Radar Online that Haynes and Middleton knew each other, saying, quote, I saw her in Mark's office. I was leaving. He, Middleton, was telling me that he had a very important financial meeting and that the woman who came in, and that was the woman who came in. This was an anonymous business associate who told the site that. A businessman who asked to remain anonymous for fear of dying contacted media in May 2022 to demand an independent investigation, saying everyone I know here that has worked with Mark knows it's physically impossible for Mark to have killed himself. He could not physically hold a shotgun and have done that to himself. He knows nothing about guns. He hated guns. He couldn't have tied a noose to save his life. The man couldn't change a light bulb by himself. He was the least physically skilled person I've ever met in my life. He was a very smart, great with paperwork, legalities, all that, but he couldn't physically take care of himself. I haven't seen any... Uh, you know, notes about him being suicidal or uh, depressed or anything. But even – and of course they, you know, they say that the typical uns, unsubstantiated conspiracy theories about the Clinton body count. Okay, the Clinton body count is not a conspiracy theory. That's real. What's around it, what's you know, behind it, what's causing this coincidence continuously – is up for debate you're not giving any reasons you just want us to you expect us to believe that this is all just happening randomly very strange <laughs> that you want to stop people from looking at evidence and figuring out what's really going on but again I, and i'll try i'll try to do it i'll try to do it quickly here it's not hillary clinton or bill clinton killing these people i doubt they're even ordering their deaths they were recruited by the CIA very early on in their careers. They were placed in positions of power. This is how the CIA operates. They developed this technique during the uh, Phoenix program when in Japan, a powerful politician was about to expose the drug running that the American intelligence agencies were involved in. It would have ruined the Iran-Contra affair before it ever got going. It would have exposed that all of the Veterans coming back from Vietnam hooked on heroin were getting their supply from the government itself and the CIA who was running drugs there so they could have an alternative source of income and avoid oversight from the Congress, right? What did they do? They developed a program with the liberal Democrats in Japan where they – and basically what they figured out was instead of controlling a whole party, instead of trying to control – an entire political structure, you find one person, you control them, and you get them into a position of power and then exercise control through that one person, through that candidate. They called it the candidate program. And this is all on Wikipedia, by the way. I'm not telling you anything that's not readily provable. Uh, this happened in the 1950s. Liberal Democrat Party of Japan is still in power in Japan and have been the whole time. Uh, that's how successful this campaign would be. So they exported that. They do it everywhere. So they identified Bill and Hillary as useful assets early on in their career. They got them into positions of power like the governor of Arkansas. And they probably said, you know, you have a lot of political ideals. Go for it. Do whatever you want. There's just, there's just one thing we'd like for you to turn the other way on. There's only one thing that we want your help with. Everything else, it's all yours, you know. Far be it from us to tell you how to run your state. Just when certain flights come into certain airports, certain you know, packages are offloaded, you need to turn turn away. You need to look away. You're now the chief executive of this state. Law enforcement answers to you. So why don't you just help us with this drug running operation that we're doing? 
So Bill and Hillary Clinton aren't the kingpins here. They have been puppets and continue to be puppets of a much larger structure that operates internationally, has dominated American intelligence since at least the 1970s, and has only gotten stronger since then. And all of these mysterious deaths around it are being carried out by this organization, and I think they're fine with Bill and Hillary Clinton taking the rap for it since they're just assets like everybody else's. And if they step out of line, they'll be next on the list of suicides. So remember, Jeffrey Epstein was killed in prison. The prison guards who, who apparently fell asleep while looking at pictures of motorcycles were given like an hour of community service by the judge. Basically, the case was dismissed. And uh, the judge who ruled on that, was she, was she the one that was appointed to the Supreme Court? I ah, see. I should have looked this up beforehand, but she was definitely appointed to a much higher position in the uh, federal structure to become a federal judge. One of the judges that was ruling on the Jeffrey Epstein Deutsche Bank case uh, had her son and husband murdered by somebody dressed up in a delivery uniform, FedEx delivery uniform. Like all this is just in the last couple years. This Organization is still operating. They're still in the shadows. They're still killing people. They're still covering things up. They're still exercising control. And we're just seeing little, you know, this is the, there's a monster under the lake and occasionally you see a fin come up or occasionally you see a scale break the water. And that's what we're seeing here. The monster's still there. It's still horrifying. It's still massive. It's still deadly. And every once in a while you see little bit, little pieces of evidence of it. And then the mainstream media covers it up. Uh, folks, we'll be back on the other side to take your phone calls. Prebiotic Fiber is now back in stock in, in at InfoWarsStore.com. It's 40% off, which is a massive discount and incredible product people have been asking us about. Well, it's back, folks. 40% off right now. InfoWarsStore.com. Go there. Go there, won't you? InfoWarsStore.com. Crash the site. Crash the website. I talk a lot about the great successes InfoWars has had. I don't think anybody can deny it. And it is because of listeners and viewers supporting us. When we talk about the crew at InfoWars, people behind the scenes, the researchers, the writers, they really have been the MVPs in this fight. And when we look at Harrison Smith and Owen Schroyer and the hard work they engage in every day, five, six, seven days a week, it's really just incredible. So for myself, the whole InfoWars crew, I thank you for your past support. And I want to encourage you now to realize that InfoWars cannot stay on air if you do not support us. I know you spread the word. I know you pray for us. and That's wonderful. Keep doing it. But most viewers and listeners never go to InfoWarsStore.com and you never buy great products that enrich and empower your life while at the same time keep us on air. I know that less than 1% of our listeners actually go buy products at InfoWarsStore.com. If just 1% more of you took action and went to InfoWarsStore.com, our funding problems will be over. Please take action now. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, we played it yesterday. A citizen journalist holding his congressman's feet to the fire on the topic of the Nord Stream pipeline bombing carried out, as we know, and is been essentially proven, not just by Seymour Hirsch and his great article, but actual, actually by people in the CIA who confirm what he says, albeit in an anonymous fashion. That uh, journalist we now know was a man named Jose Vega. Apparently said in the first time, or maybe that was the first time and he's just done it again, but this is what this guy does apparently, and it's amazing. It's fantastic. It's incredible. We need more people like this. He does it exactly right. 
He's up front. He's in your face. He's ballsy. He's got the facts at hand, and he does not let the politicians use their little weasel words to get out of answering his very reasonable demand for an investigation. So uh, he went and confronted his congressman in that last video. Here he is at a town hall confronting who is now the, I guess, Democratic leader, Hakeem Jeffries. Clip number 10, uh, Jose Vega says, I confronted Hakeem Jeffries on the Nord Stream 2 pipeline revelations. And this dude, he, he's, like, he's like a pit bull. He like doesn't give up. And uh, it's, it's really admirable. And again, we, just, we need more people doing exactly this. Peaceful, but still not backing down and frankly humiliating the congressman because they know they can't just brush this off. They know that what he's saying is perfectly reasonable, perfectly factual, and deserves an answer. But they don't want to give him one. Let's watch. The U.N. Security Council had a meeting yesterday, and Ray McGovern spoke to it. He is a former member of the CIA, and he testified in support of Seymour Hersh's article on the United States bombing Nord Stream pipeline. If it is proven that the United States bombed the Nord Stream 2 pipeline, as has been asserted by Seymour Hersh and his article, will you call for the United States to acknowledge and admit that that was an act of war against Germany and Russia. And I'm asking this because this may be the only way to prevent the rest of us from being killed in a thermonuclear war. And I don't want to be fried. Don't you think the media should be reporting on whether or not this is true? And don't you think you should be inquiring into whether or not this is true? Well, thank you for the question. Uh, one, I've got no information to suggest uh, that the United States was involved in bombing the Nord Stream pipeline. Because he would have, you would have, you would have been, you weren't briefed on it. Sir, sir, you got your chance to ask a question. You weren't given information because he explicitly says you weren't briefed on it. Shouldn't you inquire? So here's what I'll say about, I think, President Biden's leadership generally as it relates to the Ukraine and Russia. We committed an act of war. What are you doing to respond to that? We have to hold Biden accountable. So listen, you're from Brooklyn, right? You know when to call when you see it. So do I. This is right now. And I see what's happening right now. That does not silence me. You can hear me right now. I want you to say something about the bombing because we're all going to die from a nuclear war right now unless you stop it and you at least put an inquire into whether or not it's true. This war in Ukraine is going to leave us all dead. So what are you going to do? Because you need to inquire. Here's I'm a New Yorker say. too. Here's what I'll say. Say it. We're going to continue to stand with the Ukrainian people. That's do war. not do that. You will end us all in dead. This war against We Vladimir need Putin. peace. We need talks. Because Why are you sabotaging talks? Not do not put your hands on me. We need Ukraine peace talks. I am Russia. not going to take this. It's a we need peace no. talks. Between it's a you battle are leaving listen. democracy. Did you even read the allegations? It's a no. battle between how about, truth how about accountability? And not airheadedness. And it's a battle between okay. tyranny and freedom. And democracy, okay. how about truth, and freedom will not prevail. Cremation. And the United States is going to help make sure that that happens. Not destruction. How about that? I ask how about you to join me. You airhead, you're going to kill us all. I don't want to die in a I think they're clapping his bravery, his facts, his the reality he was shouting, or were they cheering him getting dragged away? Absolutely heroic stuff. Really incredible. Here's the problem. We need 
a hundred of these guys at every single town hall. We need a dozen people demanding these. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. Back, ladies and gentlemen, second hour has begun here on the American Journal. We're going to open up the phone lines for your calls. This hour, we'll be joined by Savannah Hernandez at 9:30 to talk about her experience following Trump through East Palestine, Ohio, as he made his goodwill visit there to draw attention to the catastrophe that's going utterly ignored by the mainstream media, those in power, those responsible, those who are instead spending hundreds of billions of our dollars taking care of the people in Ukraine where we started a war. So very excited to talk to her. Uh, Just before we move on from some of the topics that we covered last hour, I I just want to say quickly, and we we won't, you know, the people who just see the uh, segment about the mysterious death of the Clinton aide won't see this, but our live uh, viewers will hear this. I just wanted to just say that this guy was killed with a shotgun. They didn't find it at the scene. The only reason why you could ever – like what what possible reason that would make it not murder, that would make suicide make sense is if somebody discovered the gun and stole it. That would be the only thing, right? If somebody came and picked up the gun, the guy killed himself with a shotgun, and somebody else came and picked it up. The fact that it was a shotgun though means it wasn't worth anything, right? You could maybe understand that if the dude had a, a golden pistol and the person was like, that's a $10,000 gun. All right, that's worth it. Nobody's going to put themselves in the place of, of being able to be framed for murder or a, a suspect in murder for a $200 shotgun, right? I just, I, just, I just had thought of that and hadn't said it, and I wanted to, to mention that just because I don't know, I'm stuck on this, on this story of just an obvious murder that the police rule is suicide. And all that that implies and entails and what it is evidence of. And also on the note of that um, Jose Vega, that journalist uh, confronting congressmen, senators, and really in, a, in the only appropriate way. I don't want to die in a nuclear war demanding there be peace talks, diplomacy, not destruction. There need to be a dozen of him at every single town hall. They need to not be able to stop people like Jose Vega because there need to be – everybody should be – doing this everybody in there should be doing this but they're not it's only the it's only a certain cast of the left that actually has consistent morals and and um priorities in this regard it's almost a good thing it's almost a good thing that the new world order is pushing so hard so fast and being so insane because as i understand it when I first saw this, Jose Vega had posted on Twitter like a picture of him and Hakeem Jeffries being like, Jeffries was my boy or something like that. You know, he, he likes the guy. And I, like, I don't think – maybe he's just a libertarian. Maybe he's a – I don't think he's a right-wing guy though. I think he's a left-wing guy like Jimmy Dore, right, or, or somebody like that. And I really think the New, World, the New World Order and the powers that be are making a mistake in what they're doing, especially to Ukraine – Especially, you know, when that's compared to what's going on in Ohio, because you're having people that otherwise would never 
cooperate, would never consider themselves on the same side. Well, now we're on the same side. Now we're on the same side. And again, I actually don't know this guy's politics. I really want to get this guy on just to talk to him to try to inspire more people to do this type of stuff. Talk to him about you know how he does it and what the consequences have been and just celebrate him and congratulate him for you know having the bravery to take on the military industrial complex i, I want to have him on for a lot of reasons but also because like now is the time to build bridges now is the time that we can all come together and be like oh you want you know socialized health care and you know whatever like well that's fine you don't want to die in a nuclear holocaust great we're going to join hands and uh take on these scumbags that are driving us towards that exact outcome now obviously that means new world order is going to ramp up their divisiveness over the next few months i think that's inevitable but i really think this is an opportunity i really think this is a mistake a strategic mistake by those in power i think they think they can keep the lid on this i think they think they can keep us separated they think they can keep americans divided over petty nonsense I think a lot of Americans see the bigger picture and are saying we have to come together now. We have to join forces in order to oppose this greater threat of our own government. And that's an exciting thing, and that's a necessary thing for us to move forward in a positive direction. So those are the two things I was thinking about, the stories that we covered earlier today. We're going to cover the Ohio uh, spill, obviously, later in this hour. We're going to be Joined by Savannah at 9.30 Central Time, so then we'll take your calls until then and then after that in the third hour. I'm going to go ahead and open up the phone lines right now, 1-877-789-2539, 1-877-789-2539. You know, we're usually pretty freewheeling with calls, not a lot of rules. You can just kind of call in about whatever you want, say whatever you want, and we'll, we'll put you on air usually in order of – in the order that you call although I tend to skip the line for people that have never called in before, names I don't recognize, I, I tend to take first. But I'm, I'm going to have to institute a rule. I'm going to have to institute a, uh, a single rule for our callers. But one topic that is now off limits, and that is that callers to this program are no longer allowed to cast judgment on whether I'm beta or alpha. You just can't do it. I'm not going to let you do it. <laughs> don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it, all right? If I'm beta, I don't want to hear it. If I'm alpha, I don't want to hear it. I know what you're thinking. Pretty beta move to ban people from judging whether you're beta or not. That may be a beta move, but here's the deal. I'm going to impose it with an iron will because I'm an alpha. I'm going to decide something and then just do it arbitrarily regardless of the cost. That's my alpha move. Somebody also yesterday called me a Sigma male. I literally don't know what that means. Could not care less. I know it's a phrase people use. Never looked it up. Never looked into it. Never watched a video with the term in the title. Sigma male. Who cares? What could that possibly mean? I don't care. If you, if you have to use a Greek letter to reference me, I'm going to go Cairo. I'm going to go – I'm a Cairo male. Cairo male. As in by this sign you shall conquer. As in I'm, I'm the type of male. That's, I'm not alpha. I'm not beta. My victory has been assured by God, but other than that, no casting judgment, okay? <laughs> I guarantee you I get calls about nothing but whether I'm beta or alpha. Uh, but it's very it's, – it is, it is kind of funny, but I, I don't want to be insulted or complimented is what I'm saying. I am not the topic of the call. So call in about whatever you want except for me. Except for me, 
call in about whatever you want. <laughs> you know, yesterday we had on uh, a couple of young ladies who are really changing, really opened up my mind to a whole new idea of, you know, using the power, using the loopholes of the elites against their own domination. It was really interesting stuff. And uh, it was obviously hugely successful, their pitch, because we crashed their website. By the time they walked off the show, their website was down. We got a ton of response on social media from it. Let's do it again, folks. This time, let's crash InfoWarsStore.com. I mean, it really is incredible when the InfoWars audience gets aligned and does something like there's a huge contingent of people out there. And I want all of you to go to InfoWarsStore.com. I want to crash InfoWarsStore.com. I want everybody to go right now to the same page on InfoWarsStore.com. Go there now. Go get the prebiotic fiber. Wouldn't that, wouldn't that be great? Just a couple thousand people. It'd probably overload the, the, the server all at once. Everybody trying to buy immediately. Everybody clicking add to cart at exactly the same time. Let's crash the InfoWars store website right now. Go to InfoWarsStore.com. Get the prebiotic fiber. Let's put those servers to the test. Let's see how fast we can, <laughs> we can add things to our cart at InfoWars store. Because honestly, it is when the InfoWars audience takes actions. When the, it's when the InfoWars audience supports what we do or what our guests do i mean this is the change we make <laughs> i wish i wish when websites crash it just went to the old broadcast tv static <laughs> that'd be better than a 404 warning i'd like that more let's crash the infowarsstore.com website go there now uh, because you get great products at great prices and you keep us on the air and you keep us bringing you the information that you need to make clear-eyed, correct decisions in this ever more insane world. We'll be back on the other side with more of your phone calls, videos, and stories. Don't go anywhere, folks. InfoWars is winning. InfoWars is reaching more people than ever. We were supposed to be off the air months and months and months ago. Mainstream media told you, but it's not true. They told you we were going to be shut down. They told you we owed a billion and a half dollars. None of that's true. It's all being appealed. They want you to think InfoWars is dead. But if you simply stand up and support InfoWars, we've got years and years of appeals, and we will not be taken off the air. But if they can convince you that we've been shut down, they're going to win. Don't let the globalists psyop you and your family. Go to InfoWarsStore.com and get incredible products, supplements, books, films, t-shirts, you name it, that fund the InfoWar and empower your life and let the globalists know their psyop has not worked. Thanks for keeping us on air. Take action at InfoWarsStore.com today. Because the only people that can take us off the air is you, the viewers and listeners. The majority of you have not been psyoped, but some of you have. Do not let the globalists brainwash you. Go to InfoWarsStore.com to keep us on the air. I'm a humble person, and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you, no matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because you're a bad person, because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight, and I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you always to remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's the thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting.
You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Still have a lot to discuss. tragic story from overseas the earthquakes in turkey and syria last time we checked in the death toll was over uh, over uh, 20,000 which is already just almost unprecedented at least in modern history just utterly horrific that number has now more than doubled the death toll from the quakes that devastated the turkey syria border region has risen to nearly 50,000 Close to 8,000 aftershocks recorded. 43,556 people have died in Turkey. And of course, we know that this uh, death toll uh, may very well have been caused by an earthquake machine. That at least is the accusation that's been floated by the Turkish government themselves, as there was a harp-equipped ship in uh, the harbor right near where this earthquake Broke out. The earthquake also had no epicenter, which would hint to it being unnatural, as natural earthquakes always have an epicenter. This one didn't. It was all along a uh, fault line. Also, some of the aid being sent or help being sent to Syria and Turkey has actually been stopped by American sanctions, even though sanctions aren't supposed to apply to emergency gifts. But they're doing it anyway, and we've read the articles from the mainstream media saying just because there was an earthquake doesn't mean we should let these people get Red Cross. It doesn't mean these people should be able to get water and food. Just absolutely insane, hellish death mongers in our media and our government helping to exacerbate this already tragic issue. And then, of course, you've got Israel in cooperation with America bombing the hell out of Syria while they're dealing with this catastrophe. We're the worst, folks. We're just we're just the worst. Not only do we like cause the worst things ever, even just like natural things, it's like our elite cannot think of it as a human being. They can't think like, well, look, we're at war with this, you know, regime, but these people have been through an earthquake. We gotta help them. Now, there's none of that. It's oh an earthquake, how do we use it to our own ends? Oh well maybe now they'll come to us on their knees begging for forgiveness for whatever it is they did to us to deserve this horrible treatment. Nothing. They didn't do anything, by the way. It's us. It's us, it's our leaders, it's our leadership, it's our Western hegemony that is carrying this just again, utterly despicable activities out continuously, on like a daily basis, in our name. And people around the world know it. There's a reason why America doesn't have a good reputation overseas. It's because we allow this type of stuff to happen. It's just absolutely horrifying. We, we still have a lot more to cover, but I'm going to go out to your phone calls now. We've got Cheesy in Wisconsin. Cheesy, thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Hi, Harrison. Uh, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm, don't worry. First of all, I'm not going to call you a beta or a sigma or a delta. Or hey, a new rule. You're not allowed to call me one or even talk about it. Oh, I'm sorry. I knew it was going to be. I knew it was going to be one of these things. I'm so sorry, sir. I'm sorry. In case, in case people don't know, somebody called me a beta on Friday, and then yesterday we had like two or three callers that 
like start talking about it and it's just like once one person says it the next caller wants to say it and uh i just want to hear i just want to hear your information so uh no i'm i'm kidding cheesy thank thank you for calling in and uh i'm an alpha go ahead yeah actually uh it's it's chessy chessy oh, okay yeah i'm sorry <laughs> I, don't know. Uh, I like so calling sorry. you cheesy i don't know every well, time every time all chessy, right uh cheesy which one is it cheesy could, uh, is that on air? Totally on air. Hello? He hears me. Good, good. All right. Uh, no, no. All right. Let's get back on track Hello. here, fellas. Chessy, Chessy, thanks for calling in. You're on the air. Yeah, uh, I wanted to talk. You were talking about Oracle stuff the other day. Uh, the Oracle Delphi and like predicting and making prophecies and stuff. Yep. Remember that? Yep. And like, uh, you know, for us Christians, I was at like a church trivia a couple Saturdays ago. And we we're talking about how in the Bible it explicitly states that if you're a true believer, you're granted all the heavenly powers, you mm-hmm. know, and that's where a lot of the CIA astral projection stuff stems from. And so I think it's a little different than the Oracle of Delphi because it's like a different uh, spiritual paradigm. Mm. Yeah, well, and, um, but you also... I mean, like gut feelings, you're communicating to your astral self that's you know, died and lived many lives, you know, and yeah. once you die, you're beyond time. It doesn't mean you're not communicating with that network. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, you're, you're right, but there, you know, it's like these, these spiritual powers, whatever they are, you know, they can be used by both sides and, uh, and they have been, Right. So, you know, in the Bible, there are demons with powers, powers to possess people, powers to kill people, powers to spread plague. Like there are demons that have powers. That doesn't mean that they are working on behalf of God or working, you know, obviously everything they do is is somehow in God's plan. But, uh, you know, that was one of the things like Jesus Christ was accused of being like a a demon or a demon worshiper because he had power over the demons. And before it was like, well, if you have power over the demons, you're working with them. It was like, no, no, you can actually have the power of the demons, but be on the good side, on the light side. I mean, it literally is like, like the force or something. There's a dark side and a light side. The powers can be the same, just the light side's always more powerful uh, at the end of the day. So, yeah, I, I, no, I, I, like, I, you I know, think that's in, certainly in true. Chess, in chess, like, you know, there's like those weird chess moves on the like black and white checkerboard, uh, chess board or checkerboard. You know, like when the pawn goes all the way uh, to the other side of the board, it can become any piece of one. Mm. You know, it's like a transformation thing and transcendence. You know, if you die before, you know, it's kind of like, um, you know, you can't lie to yourself what happened. And if you, like, research NDE, near-death experiences, how it's linked up with, like, DMT and mm-hmm. um, sleeping and dreams, like, that dreaming feeling is bizarre because we're forced to forget your body is, like, actively lying to itself to keep your reality real for because otherwise it's just too overwhelming. And the brain can't handle it for a lot of people, and they'll just turn it off, you know. And that's why a lot of astral things, people like how you were talking with the Spanish and the Native Americans seeing the ships coming in, it's in front of people's faces, but they just can't see the layered curtain, like Toto pulling the curtain back. It's not just one layered curtain. You can't just realize that it's uh, a trick, a trap, that you're looking at one curtain and just stopping. You got to go deeper. You know, to me, it's it's almost like um, it's almost like quantum quantum level physics, where where 
it's like uh, like with with quantum level physics there are rules that you can follow but the rules themselves say that it'll be unpredictable right so it's almost like you can um you can access like there are these spiritual things that are true and real and you can access but any attempt to get a real grasp on them and really figure out exactly what's happening is impossible you know quantum physics has the same type of thing where it was like all you can know is that it's unpredictable. All you can know is that you can't ever fully define it exactly as it is. Miracles are, are kind of the same way where like miracles happen all the time, uh, but you can never catch one on video. You can never get un, you know, uh, undeniable evidence of a miracle. You just can't do it. It's weird. It's like I've, I've seen evidence of miracles where they're filming and the lens just goes out of focus when the miracle happens. And it's like, yeah. You know, and then you have quantum mechanics that actually changes based on whether somebody's observing it or not. Our universe is alive and speaking to us. Humanity is in a fight for its very life. And InfoWars, for decades, has been at the very forefront of the fight for a pro-human future. We can't stay on air without your help. And I want to thank you all for your past support. And I want to encourage those of you that have never bought products at InfoWarsStore.com to go there and experience how amazing these products really are. Ultimate Bone Broth, finally, sold out for over two years, back in stock. Real Red Pill Plus, simply amazing. Nitric boosts what it does for your heart, your cardiovascular, critical. All these products like Ultimate Krill Oil, Ultimate Fish Oil, Super Mel Vitality, they're all available and in stock, ready to ship to you right now on InfoWarsStore.com. And the final 1,200 signed copies of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World, and I'm not going to sign any more after that, are exclusively available at InfoWarsStore.com as well. In the last month, I got a little busy, so I didn't sign the books. We didn't have them for sale. But now, I signed the last books. You can get them right now. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're tuned in to the American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. We will go out to your phone calls shortly and throughout the third hour. I know there are some that I'm going to want to get to, including Jeremiah in Knoxville. I'm not sure if Jeremiah was the one that called in previously, but there has been a fire at Oak Ridge Labs in Oak Ridge, Tennessee, which was the exact place that one of our callers, I think it was Jeremiah, pointed out that was where the Chinese balloon passed over in the middle of the night, a a uh, town called Nuclear Town. It was built from the ground up to house the Manhattan Project during the Second World War and still is home to a large number of our most secretive, important, dangerous, and powerful military uh, experiments and investigations and uh, manufacturing and all that sort of stuff. So we're going to go out to you, and I'm very excited to talk about all of that. But first, I want to talk about East Palestine and uh, one of the most devastating attacks in the ongoing war against the American people being waged by the powers that be, the international cabal that has openly declared war against us and the entire Western world, and we're seeing the fruits of that warfare almost on a daily basis. Donald Trump, of course, went to East Palestine. Pete Buttigieg hadn't been there. Joe Biden Never went there. FEMA actually denied them emergency response despite the fact that it's a complete emergency and a hugely dangerous one at that. Savannah Hernandez was there on the scene. She got some great video, and most of the video that you see 
uh, over the last few days, especially on Infowars.com, of Donald Trump commenting on this, saying things like, get over here to Joe Biden. A lot of that footage is uh, Savannah Hernandez's. She has a new video that we will be premiering right now. This is uh, an exclusive for us, I guess. Savannah Hernandez was there on the ground in East Palestine when she captured this confrontation. Let's watch. Mayor Pete, why did it take you an entire two and a half weeks to actually get here to respond to East Palestine? Will you apologize to the residents of this city for for the, the, the slow response? To the government, slow response. Do you have any apology? I'm press person. I can help you. Sure, I'm, I'm sure, sure, person. sure. So can, can, can we ask why it took him almost three weeks to get here? I, I'm sorry, I don't want to do this on camera. What was his personal time off while there was a tragedy happening here? And can we also ask, too, why it, uh, you know, he waited until President Donald Trump came here to actually make an appearance? This is a very important question that people across America would like to know. I'm happy to have a conversation with you. I do not want to be on camera. Uh, well, please put your cameras away. I'm sorry, we're on a public area, uh, so we are allowed as press. I, you guys, I would like you guys to turn your cameras off. You're not on my camera. Well, I'm on a camera. I would like your cameras to be off, and then I'm happy to talk to you guys. Well, if you are the press secretary of the secretary of the Department of Transportation, don't you think you should be able to ask questions from the American public that Absolutely. you serve? Absolutely. I would like to do it without the camera on. Can I ask why? I think that is a little bit aggressive. That's why. Why is it aggressive? I'm, on behalf of the American people, I'm just asking why he has not been here until Donald Trump She's came. Asked them. She's asked three several times for them to turn the cameras off, and they will not do it. Okay, well, they, she's asked, been able to walk away. Would you like to go inside? I do not. I will walk this way. So can I ask what the secretary is going to do with the picture of Jenny Kerr? He took her the other day when he asked, she was asking a question in Washington, like, D.C. I'm happy to answer your questions. I would like you guys to not have your cameras on. I had my camera off a minute ago. If I turn it off, we'll you all have your cameras on. I can see them. You guys, I'm happy to have this conversation. I all right, y'all. So we are with the press okay. secretary, Pete <laughs> Buttigieg, and right now we are being told that we are not supposed to be filming. Again, we are well, here right on behalf now. of the American public because we would like to have the conversation and we would like to ask the question as to why. Um, again, it took almost three weeks for Buttigieg, Pete Buttigieg to be here on the ground. Uh, he waited until Donald Trump came here to actually be here and speak to residents. Uh, the people here have been quite tight-knit about when we can ask questions. And again, we're here on behalf of the American public, and we wish we could be able to ask these questions. But for some reason, uh, you know, we're, we're not allowed. Not allowed to talk. Happy to talk to you. Just you got to put the cameras away. Absolutely incredible stuff. Once again, she does it once again. Savannah Hernandez, independent reporter. She can be found on Truth Social. She hosts Rapid Fire podcast, uh, SavSaysOfficial.com, on Twitter at Sav underscore says underscore. And she joins us now uh, by telephone. Savannah, well done. That was great. Thank you, Harrison. We're off and running today. As soon as I saw Buttigieg, I was extremely excited to be able to ask him the questions that the residents of East Palestine have been wondering about, right? A lot of these people have been left in the dark, and it was absolutely hilarious to me that this D.C. elitist press secretary tried to utilize security and the local police to shut me down and get me to stop filming. Guess what? We were on a public street, and uh, this isn't D.C. This is what real journalism looks like. And uh, it was absolutely amazing to see, uh, again, you know, Pete Buttigieg, his press secretary, absolutely frees up and 
just be completely unable to answer any questions regarding this horrific incident. It's it's almost sad, isn't it? I mean, I could even do a better job than her. You go, uh, look, we've been monitoring this situation. Uh, we didn't have to be here to know exactly what was going on. We've been like, it's not that hard to actually answer these questions. Why would she not want to do it on camera? Like, what what was she gonna say? I mean, obviously, she just she just didn't want anything out there. I I imagine. But did you get any answers from her at all? We didn't get any answers at all. It was just we we could talk to you as soon as you turn the cameras off. And again, you know, we had a Daily Caller reporter that did turn her camera off and she went and she asked the press secretary, hey, Pete Buttigieg actually took a photo of one of our reporters the other day. What does he plan to do with that? And then she came over and told me, oh, guess what? She didn't even respond. She had no answers for me on that either. Uh, so again, this is just a beautiful display of how inadequate this entire administration has been from Pete Buttigieg taking 10 days to simply even tweet out about the derailment here in East Palestine, all the way to uh, the Biden administration uh, denying them FEMA funding and barely sending teams out here. And again, you know, Donald Trump having to be the one to come and speak to the residents firsthand and be here on the ground first, because uh, again, this administration, absolutely America last, does not care about the American people at all. And I think we saw that uh, today. Yeah, it's a total slap in the face of the people of of East uh, Palestine are... You're on the ground there. Obviously, you were there sort of following along with Donald Trump as as he made his tour of the city. I mean, what is the energy like at East Palestine? I mean, are the people angry? Are they just like, do they just feel hopeless and and left behind? Are they, you know, are they angry? Are they fired up about this? What's just the spirit of the people there stuck in this in this chemical spill zone? Well, the people who have businesses here and children here. They are absolutely horrified about the fact that they still have minimal information, right? I was talking to a mother who's about 3.5 miles downstream of East Palestine, and she's saying, hey, uh, you know, it's cool that Norfolk Southern is trying to pay off the residents here, but what about the people in the other small towns and cities around the area that have been impacted? She was telling me that her stepdaughter has broken out in rashes, hives, her lungs are burning. She took her to the doctor. The doctor said, you're not the first person. You're not going to be the last. So um, this is what we're seeing down here. And um, the, the residents who, again, have been exposed to these chemicals, uh, just very downtrodden, feel very abandoned by the federal government. But yesterday, again, seeing former President Donald Trump make his appearance, uh, the energy was incredible. Seeing the residents and tears flowing down their faces as they saw just anybody willing to come and speak to them, listen to them and care about them was such a beautiful moment. And again, you know, this wasn't even a political issue. This was very much the the residents of East Palestine just wanting to be seen and heard. So, uh, you know, it it was a beautiful day yesterday. Uh, The residents were so excited. The energy was palpable. uh, Truly incredible. Uh, I'm sure. So can you can you stay with us for the next segment, too? I, I know you're busy. You're there on the ground doing on the ground reporting. But can you stay with us for another 10 minutes or so? I can stay with you, Harrison. But if I hang up, it's because Pete Buttigieg is about to come back out here. So I'm actually uh, he he's in one of the clinics that they set up here and he's speaking to some of the residents inside. And I'm posted up waiting outside. So he may come out, but I will stay on the line as long as possible. You're, you're, you're like a doctor on call as soon as your beeper goes off. It's, <laughs> it's not up to you. You got to you got to go do what you got to do. Uh, OK, excellent. Then uh, I'll save some of my questions for uh, the next segment. But. You know, this it really is a slap in the face because 
you see it from from hurricanes to I mean, when America wants to take care of a problem, it's over. I mean, we got we've got more money than we know what to do with. Our people are capable. They're ready and willing. It's being held up. It's being prevented. It's they're doing this on purpose. They're doing this as a signal to the rest of America of we will spend all of your money overseas. But when you something happens to you, we're nowhere to be found. I mean, they're doing that on purpose. There's no other way to read it. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four-and-a-half-year-old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have the communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. There is a war for the future happening right now. There is a war that will control my destiny, your destiny, our children's destinies. And that war is something that we can win, but it takes dedication, it takes commitment. That's why I ask listeners respectfully to go to InfoWarStore.com and buy great products that will enrich and empower your life while keeping us on air at the very same time. InfoWarsStore.com to get a signed or unsigned copy of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World. Ultimate Bone Broth, Back in Stock, Nitric Boost, uh, the amazing CBD oil we have that's the highest quality you're going to find anywhere at more than half off. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, some of the very best products. And a lot of you have never shopped at InfoWarsStore. You've been watching for years, you've been listening for years, but you've never taken the step to go to InfoWarsStore. These are great products that really work and are amazing. Plus, they keep us on air. So again, please take action. Go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. Well, after two weeks of completely ignoring and downplaying the issue, Pete Buttigieg has finally, Buttigieg, Buttigieg, whatever his name is, has finally decided to make his way on down to East Palestine, Ohio, after having been shown up by Donald Trump, who actually seems to legitimately care about the American people and not see them as a nuisance to be exploited and discarded. So he's there on the ground. Savannah Hernandez tried to ask him a question, got completely blown off by Pete and his uh, you know, press secretary just outrageous how little they care about doing anything for the american people or even giving the american people a talking point to explain why they're ignoring them like they just don't care at all they could not care less uh and so savannah's waiting for him to finish up a a meeting and she, she may have to leave in a second but she's on the line right now uh joining us from east palestine she's there of course, reporting on the aftermath of the vinyl chloride spill. Sav says official.com is her website on Twitter at Sav underscore says underscore. And um, frankly, Savannah, I don't know what's wrong. I think there might be something wrong with you. Every time I talk to you, you're either like on the border exposing the cartels and like coming under fire or you're on the streets of some American city hanging out with drug addicts and criminals. It, 
and now you've gone to ground zero of a massive chemical spill. Are, are you addicted to the danger, Savannah? Have you ever considered that for a second? No, I'm addicted to helping my fellow Americans. I'm addicted to spreading the truth. And again, you know, I have InfoWars to thank for that. Last night, uh, you know, as I was just, uh, you know, kind of looking back on the day, I was able to ask President Donald Trump two questions. I was so grateful because, you know, I truly was classically trained under Alex Jones and under the InfoWars team. And I really do credit that as to why I'm able to, you know, get these types of clips because Alex's whole mentality was, you know, go where the story is, go where the mainstream media refuses to. So it's not that I'm addicted to the insanity. I'm just addicted to telling the truth and helping the American people. And uh, I really do credit Alex for, you know, really instilling that within me early on in my career. Well, it's it, it's really been a blessing to all of us who actually want to know what's going on, especially I just love when the lady says, you know, take your phone down. You clearly just don't even consider it for a second. The camera doesn't move. You don't respond to it. Yeah. It's immediately, what would Alex Jones do? He would, <laughs> right. he would keep the phone up and he would, you know, put it in their face even farther. So, uh, yeah, no, it's been incredible. And, uh, you know, I may jump here in a moment just to give, you know, viewers uh, an idea of what's happening here on the ground. We have two SUVs that are posted up next to the door where Pete Buttigieg is about to leave from. And they're trying to form a wall of men so Pete Buttigieg can quickly get into the vehicle because they know that reporters are here ready to ask hard questions. And they and they won't do it. Well, but tell me now that you're there, uh, is does the air smell clean? Are you smelling chemicals? Like, what's it like on the ground uh, for you experiencing it? Are you seeing evidence of the spill uh, around you? Sure. So yesterday it actually rained all day, and I don't know if I'm being paranoid, but my skin was burning. There's mm. also water pumps at all of the creeks uh, throughout the city, and again, this is a very small town. I say city, but it's really a small town. Um, and at these water pump stations, it smells extremely toxic. The stand-up that I did on my Twitter account yesterday, the area that I am standing in, um, I got a headache after being there because the smell of chemicals was so strong. And keep in mind, you have homes just feet away from these areas. I was watching the EPA wade through the water. You see the chemical sheen over the water as well. And then with the rain, um, there were, uh, you know, cars windshield wipers go in and you could see the chemical shield uh sheen on the windshields as well oh so God. uh definitely chemicals here uh, definitely a bit of skin burning went on yesterday after the uh rain happened and again talking to the residents they are still experiencing those hives those rashes trouble breathing their local animals are dying so uh you know it's very sad that nobody's been told the side effects of these chemicals, which chemicals they are being hit with, if they can live here long term. I spoke to residents who already lost their businesses, who, again, are fearful for their children's lives, the long term effects. So it's just a heartbreaking scene. No, it's it's totally devastating. And, you know, Norfolk Southern was going to hold a town hall, but then claimed that they were scared for their safety. So they didn't want to do it. I mean, I never got the sense from all the videos I've watched of the citizens of East Palestine. They aren't like calling for blood. They're just desperate for answers. They're desperate to know what's going on. Do we need to leave? Do we need to, you know, filter out like what is just what is going on? And then they say, well, asking that question is dangerous. So we're not going to answer any of your questions. I mean, and you know what, Harrison, I actually ran into a representative for Norfolk Southern. The video just got uploaded on Twitter, and I asked him the question as well. Uh, you know, what are you going to do to help the residents? And he just said, I'm here to help. I'm here to help. He couldn't give us any concrete answers. Ran into the building where Pete Buttigieg is. Something else I want to note. Sorry, I'm talking fast. I'm about to get off the phone here. 
Um, CNN has not been on the ground at all. My friend Nick Sorter has been here since day one. Not day one, but he's been here. He was one of the first reporters on the ground willing to come out here. And uh, he was saying CNN, he hasn't seen one reporter. He did see many of the other outlets. He did not see CNN at all. Uh, They were sure to be here for Pete Buttigieg this morning. And now we're seeing the reps for Norfolk Southern walk around. So um, real funny how, uh, you know, again, Donald Trump was here yesterday and now everyone decides to come Mm, yes, yes. Well, what a, what a coincidence. And of course, this was not a recent uh, event. It, this didn't happen yesterday, and now they're on the ground. It was a full week before mainstream media even picked this story up. It's been another week or two now that you know finally people are on the ground. And it, also thanks to people like uh, J.D. Vance and others uh, showing up, and, and now Donald Trump. Uh, I, I know you have to go soon, but what else do you want people to know? I mean, the fact that you're still experiencing burning on your skin from the rain and chemical sheen from the rain itself, not even from water sitting on the ground, but from the rain, that's horrifying. That you know really represents a super high level of saturation. What do you want uh, the American people to know before you, you have to go and uh, ask Pete, old, old Pete, uh, a question again? Uh, you know, just keep your eyes on East Palestine and don't trust the government to come and take care of you. Really make sure that you're there for your fellow man, because at the end of the day, I feel like all we have are our fellow Americans who truly love and care about this country uh, to be there for each other, because it is very clear that we cannot depend on the federal government. So don't believe anything coming out of the EPA. You know, it's been said before, but let me just reiterate that this is the same EPA that said that the air was safe in New York post 9-11. We know they're not to be trusted. And it's clear that they do not care about the residents. It's clear by Joe Biden being in Ukraine and declaring another, what, $10 billion? I can't remember if it was 10 or $100 billion this morning. It doesn't even matter at this point. $1 billion was too much. The fact that we're sending money over to Ukraine, the fact that Joe Biden had the audacity to fly overseas before coming to East Palestine tells you all you need to know about the federal government in 2023. Yeah, you're exactly right. I mean, they wouldn't even have to do anything. They could just organize the response. If they just said, if you want to help East Palestine, here's what you do. Americans would come out in force to help their fellow Americans. They don't even have to do anything, but they're actively preventing that from happening by not taking charge, not doing what they themselves are obligated and responsible for doing. Uh, absolutely incredible stuff, as always. Savannah Hernandez, we'll, we'll let you go and go uh, catch old Mayor Pete. Uh I want to – you ask him whatever. I won't won't tell you what to ask. I got a few questions for him myself. I wish I was there with you to uh, be ignored as well. Hopefully you're not ignored um, next time and and hold him to account. That's what we need uh, people like Savannah out there doing. So thanks so much for for calling in, taking some some time out of your busy day, and we will continue to keep our eye on your Twitter account as you upload more and more videos that show the reality of what's on the ground there. Thanks for coming on, Savannah. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, and I will be going to Infowarsstore.com after this trip. And uh, hopefully get some good detox supplements. I was gonna say, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't want to give you any uh, medical advice, but I can't. I can't imagine a little X two would hurt at all, or or something like that. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, yeah, stay safe. And uh, and my gosh, Savannah Hernandez again behind enemy lines, going to the most dangerous places in the world, which now unfortunately happens to be the heart of America, as we can't keep rails uh, trains on the rail or you know chemicals contained we're, we're going to show you some videos a little bit later of experts that uh, experts in things like controlled burns of chemicals explaining just how inappropriate what was done in east palestine was i have that video that will show you in just a second i do want to remind you savannah is an independent reporter her work can be found on true social and on twitter at sav underscore says underscore her website is sav says official.com her instagram is sav within 
The second ion within is a number one. She's there in East Palestine reporting on the aftermath of the vinyl chloride spill that has mounted to nothing less than an environmental catastrophe, a chemical attack really. And it is uh, horrifying, but thank God she's there asking the right questions and showing just how much the, the American government really cares about its citizens. Again, folks, it could be cleaned up tomorrow. They could they, – they are filling up entire stadiums and million-dollar hotels with illegal immigrants, right? They're able to – when a hurricane hits Florida, they get the energy back on three days later with just fleet upon fleet of electrical engineering trucks out there ready to go. If the federal government wanted, it would be as easy as a wave of the hand. They could say – Everybody in East Palestine gets a hotel room 100 miles away. Everybody's going to have, you know, get it, get a thousand bucks to get them through this month because we know they can't work where they normally do. I mean, we could solve this tomorrow if they wanted to. They don't want to, and that's the point. We'll be back on the other side with more of your phone calls. I'll show you that video as well. Remember to go to InfoWarsStore.com to support us. Prebiotic fiber now back in stock. Uh, I'll tell you about that on the other side too because. Uh, even that alone is, is something you really need to know about, how to take care of yourself, because just like the uh, EPA, people that run our food systems don't care about you either. You need to care about yourself. Take care of yourself. InfoWarsStore.com. You want to beat the New World Order? You want to stop their globalist agenda? Well, so do I. And I've been the most effective individual in the fight against the globalist, and I've got their number, and I know how to bring them down. But ladies and gentlemen, I can't do it without your support. And the good news is we're only under about $200,000 a month. The bad news is the enemy is intensifying their attacks on every front, but I'm not going to back down. And I'll never give up, but I could give out. So please keep me on the field. Keep me on the front lines against the enemy while getting great products at the same time that will empower you and your family. InfoWarsStore.com for the best supplements and more. Or just make a straight donation, big red banner at the top of InfoWarsStore.com, and that way all the money goes towards the fight, not part of it going towards product cost. But I thank you all for your support. Please commit now to go to InfoWarsStore.com and get great products and make donations. I thank you for your support. Now take action. The globalists are counting on you not taking action.